So last summer we started braces again and we got, we went through, through Pasuk Ches. So we're going to start from Pasuk Tes. Yikovu, first point, is Lashon Rabbin. Mayim is always Lashon Rabbin. The cross says. Um, therefore, the verb is Lashon Rabbin. He says the reason is because, if I understand it correctly, because there's no such thing as one water. Always a lot of water together. Isolate one water. So therefore, Mayim, I think that's what he's saying, Mayim is always Lashon Rabbin. You could say all water as well, because it can all be unified. Point is that since it could be separated, I wonder what he would call a monkey. Right. Okay. What does he mean? <coughs> it says the Benezer Ischabru. We're back to Bereshit stuff. Yes, sit down. Perak Alf Pasuk Tes. Yikavu Hamayim. Yikavu Hamayim. So we said so far that Mayim is always Russian Rabbim. Therefore, Yikavu. You never have the singular on Mayim. Yikavu, the Benezer says, means Yishabru. Come together. What's the raya that Yikavu means come together? Besides the fact that I'm not sure what the alternative is over here. <coughs> Maybe travel. But he brings a Pasuk that brings that a little clearly. And it's good to look up the Pasuk inside. Yermio Peregimel Pasuk Yud Zayin. Ba'esahi... So Yerushalayim will be called the Kisei Hashem and all the Goyim will be Nikve to it will gather, come together to it and no longer be ununified and disparate and doing their own thing, they're all going to unify around Shem Hashem and Yushalai. So, what's interesting is that maybe Nikvu means Yishabru or Yeosfu, but the fact is we only find the Lashen by water. Mikve Mayim. There's no such thing as a Mikve stones, and nowhere does it say Yikavu about anything but water, but except here it seems, to, I thought, okay, here we have it. That people. Uh, that people. But look at this, in Yeshaya, Perek Beis, Pasuk Beis. Very, very similar Pasuk to the one we just read in Yemia. Yeshaya, Perek Beis, Pasuk Beis. Vahoya ba'achris hayomim nochon yiyah har beis Hashem b'roi shaharim v'nisa mikvoyz v'noharu elov kol hagoyim. All the nations will stream towards it, like a nohar. So then, what? Well, yeah, maybe flow, but I think stream is probably, like we say in English, we, the verb called streaming. You know, well, anar is a flowing water, a moving water. So then, I think indeed, the word mikveh is in a word specific to water coming together. That's why we only find it by water. And then we find it by the people that are coming um, together, la'achris ayamim or be'esahi, similar to shyness. All the nations will be Nikveh or Noharu. 
So at this point, we know then that it's a water word. Why we're using an a muscle of water over there, we'll get to that soon. Why the Goyim coming together like water. The yam is the mikveh. Right. So then, no, then Right. I don't know what you mean. They're talking about different stages of the same thing. What is? Shai and Yumi. Tell me afterwards, okay? I don't know what you mean. For this, at this point, I just want to show that it's a, a water word. Okay. Why is it. Um, not proving uh, how it means gathered. What? Well, okay. well, that's naturally what it means over there. I mean. Or traveling. Oh, as opposed to what? Traveling. traveling, right. Right. Is the same thing according to Uncle? What is the Iskanshu, right? Right, right. 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 To make a Knesset. If it's the same word as Naru, then we travel. Right, that's right. That's right. Rashi says the same thing. Okay. To gather and talk. So. And reveal the Yabasha because they didn't gather to one place. Right. So this is a water word. Dafka water coming together is called mikveh. Why Dafka water? Why is it when water comes together, is that called the And when it's together, it's called a mikveh. So. Medrash says Yikavu HaMayim Rabirachi B'Shem of Abba Ha'ami Ye'ase Mido L'Mayim Like the Pasuk says Vikov Yinata Yushalayim Kov means a measure, or a measuring stick, it's called a kav, kav. So, yikavu hamayim means the water should become measured and defined. So, we'll soon show what the rai is to this. What does he say? He says also it's a meter, it's a measurement. Kavu hamayim, they should become measured, contained, right? So then the, the mashmas of water being nikveh is that water, it brings out the point that water inherently spreads wherever it can go to. And if you keep it in one place, you're giving it form that it did not have. So why, let's say, if you take a pile of stones, so it's a bunch of different stones, you wouldn't say that stones inherently spread out and they have to be put together. You made a nasifa, a chibur, a mikveh specifically, then, the association between the yikavu as in coming together and kav as in midah, it means when something amorphous comes together and becomes defined, water, which is naturally um, undefined, when it gets a midah, because it gets in one place, that's called yikavu. The makam echod, which we'll, we'll develop this further soon, but the makam echod now ha takes on a meaning not only of describing that it's one place as opposed to, let's say, five different places. The point is that water, which is naturally all over, will become united. So that's the, that's the stress of Makamecha, not only describing where it's going to go, but describing what's happening to the water. water the water, which is um, all over the place, is going to get a kav, going to become defined, and going to become unified. That's the Makamecha. We'll soon show that this rayas from Tanakh for the kav, for the measure that was given to the water. Mitachas HaShamayim So that's the mayim, that's mitachas HaShamayim because in Pasuk Zayim there was two mayims. 
the Rakia got the name Shemayim, so now we're going to refer to it as Shemayim, and he's referring to the Mayim, that water, that's Bitach Shemayim. It's one of the two words. El Mokam Echad. So now, question. Num- question number one. Was the water indeed brought together to one place? We know that there's many places of water. So what is this Mokam Echad? Next question is that in Pasuk Yod it says, Mikveh Hamayim, to the gathering place of the water, Kara Yamim. He called seas. S-E-A-S. So that's plural. So there seems to be many Yamim. Here it says they should go to one place, and then in Pasuk Yud, it seems that there were many places. So I want to just tell you what the Rishayim say, and then maybe give it a Havanata, what some of them are saying, and maybe suggest something also a little different. Ibn Ezra says, Lemokam Echad means in each direction. That means, let's say, he says northwest, north, south, east, west, that like all the water over there should go into the Indian Ocean, should become one ocean, all the water over there should become one. So in the various places in the world, instead of the water being all over the place, the water should take on the quality of being one. But not Mokam Echad, meaning only one place, but all the water, each water should be, get on the, to take on that quality of being in Mokam Echad. Various Mokam Echads. And therefore those are Yan. Okay, Rashi's answer is that, which comes from Chazal, that uh, there's one Makim, and that's the Ukainas, and that's called Yamim because it contains different qualities of Mayim in it. There's different, Rashi says, depending on where you get the fish from, it has a different taste. So that means that the one Mikveh Hamayim, <coughs> one place. They are all connected. Um, okay. <laughs> what? Mar <laughs> What? Mar says they're all connected? Press. That's a chiddush. That's why does he say that in Rashi? I mean, Rashi says of kindness, right? No, it's okay. It's the same thing. Rashi says the same thing. So why do we call it plural? It's one Z. So why do we call it plural? Because it has different qualities. Right. The ukainas is a different quality. Right. Right. So you're saying the Tzitzchacham stems with this? Yeah. Okay. So Tzitzchacham says all seas have a connection to the Yamagod, to the Yonik from there. But it's not saying... It's that doesn't seem what Rashi's saying. It's a big divisible kind of... Is he referring to the ocean or to all water? Well, kind of says oceanus. It means ocean. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Okay. But it's the Atlantic, isn't it? No. I refer to it as... We're the same. Oh, I see. You mean kindness is not. Oh, we they're call Atlantic. That's our choice. Oh, kindness means Oceanic. They're all connected. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, okay. All right. I got it. So it's the ocean. Oh, so it's the ocean. Land that was divided. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. I hear. I don't see that in Russian still. Okay, but that's the fine. He's saying it's one word. So why don't we call it Yamin? Because of the quality of the. Oh, I see. You mean, you mean, in what sense is the one ocean? Vary, many oceans because, because they're, they're, they're different variations. I got it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, fine. Fine. Now, the Ramban says like this. The Ramban says that Yamim means, why is it called Yamim? Yam means the receptacle. Okay, as we'll, we'll get back to that. 
the the bed, right? An empty, exactly. A yam shalas shlomim. The shlomim made a yam, a pool, to hold water. And that would be a yam because across the yam. Even though yam is the place where right, you could say they're in the yam, right? Right. Right in the inside of the yam, the container. Yeah, that's good, right? So yeah, he brings other rights. We'll get to them. I mean, later in the parak we have a miluas hayamayim bayamim. So the water is contained in the yam. Um, but he says that yamim means the yam of the mayim. Yamim, the word yamim, says the Ramban, it means yam mayim. So he's saying essentially that it's not Lashon Rabbim. It's like one thing, which is a big, big chiddush. And I'll suggest later a Havana, which maybe is really what he means. Seems to be saying something very strange. The problem yeah. is it says a little bit. The Shema, he didn't make a receptacle for that, just... No, no, that's, that's right. That's not. That is multiple mikveh hamayim. No, it's not. No, no, that's one. No, that's one. Mikveh with a hay, it's one. Okay. All right. So let's leave this question for now. We'll get back to it. Viseiro'e ha'yabasha. And the yabasha should become visible. Why does it say it should become visible? Why not uncovered or dry? Or Chaim asks. If we're removing the water... It's not so it should be visible, it's so that it should be dry, it should be <coughs> livable, or uncovered. Why specifically visible? Now, I think the answer is that um, in Pasuk Bays, where the water is described as not having any form, when it's the Tahaim, there it says, The Sahaim, which means endless, extremely deep water, is dark. The Medjur says in Shemais, I think it's in Pashas Truma, Haru Mayim V'yordu Afela. The water gave birth to darkness. That's what Chayshech which means the excess, excessive amounts of water lead to darkness. So if you, okay, that's number one. Number two is that all good water, all water that's helpful, almost all, is called with, it has a word that is associated with light. The Ramban in the beginning of Miketz discusses this. There's a Ya'ar, there's a Nahar, and the Medrash says, some of us like that also, that in Sefer Eiv, where Elihu refers to Oira, 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 uses the word Oira many times, not trying to suck him, it means rain. So rain is called Oira, the river is called Nahar, and Ya'ar. <coughs> I think the idea is, which we discussed I think last summer, that water, when it's unregulated and, and there's too much of it, that's chayshach. Chayshach It's dark. In the deepest waters, it's dark. When the, and that's problematic water. Water that doesn't work. When the water becomes regulated and, and, and becomes life-giving and healthful, then the water is no longer dark. So all the, the good waters have words that are associated with light. So then, back to this passage, we say, Raya the problem with the Mayim is v'chayshech ha'penei That's the problem. The problem is that the tohaim leads to chayshech. The water has to be removed in order that there should be sight. Without getting into the oymik. Just showing you that it follows from the problem that the Pasuk Beis is... Um, we'll get to afterwards, the oymik. That um, Pasuk Beis says the problem with the Mayim is that it's chayshech, so then when the Mayim gets removed, it's... Uh, in, con- not in contrast, but um, corresponding to that is that it allows for art. The Bam says the following. He says, V'seiroi hayabash is referring to the Oretz in Pasuk Aleph, which was created before the Ur 
either a short or a long time before that, which Rajbam explains earlier. He says, That was at some point in time, we don't know when. And then it was for some time. We have no idea how, how long. And then Hashem said, Let there be or, and that was on the Yom Rishon, Yom Shini, and so on. So he just says over here, the Seirah Hayabash is that Oretz, which was there, but wasn't yet visible, now should be, become visible. So he, his point where he says it's before the Ur was created, um, I'm not sure if he means this. He might mean that, so you have this Yabasha, but there wasn't Ur yet. It was Chayshech HaPanei and now we're dealing with that, and the Seirah Hayabasha, now the Ur that was created will, have a, will be visible. Um, and apparent on the Abash. Okay. The R didn't serve any function until then. It was not visible, right. Mm-hmm. Not on the Aretz. Okay, by the way, we'll see an interesting process in Yemen that might associate with that. Now, there's a basic question over here. If the whole earth is covered with water, how does the water get to one place? Where does it all go to? Right? So, the Medrash says it's cash. And there are two truths given in the measures. One is so. How could that be? So it says one man says Dorach Hakadosh Baruch Hu Amei Bereishis Vesilka. He made them more dense. Okay? It gives a marshal, a king, there was a room full of um, blown up um, you know, sacks, leather sacks that they would carry wine in. And they were all blown up with air and he needed space, so he just said, okay, let's let out the air. So same thing, Hashem made the water less, um, take up less space. Okay, one shot. And the other shot is, one man says, mute machsa kesamaru. Can you find it now? Oh, meaning really, there's too much water, and it's a nase. And then it goes on to all these nisim of miut machzik asamaruba, like in the in the Mishkan and other places where there was a place that really can't hold that amount of things, but it does anyways. Okay. Now lechayra, I would say there's a very simple answer. I would say the answer is that mountains developed, meaning land above sea. So right. Um, it became, instead of the land being flat and being covered with water, the land came up in places and went down in other places, and therefore the water comes into one place. So did he gather the water, or did he just lower the land and raise the land? But well, then the, ra- raise and lower every, the land. In every place that was not raised, there should be water. That's right. The water is in was the lowest places. True? Yeah, the oceans are deep. <laughs> there are places that are below sea level. Yeah. The water didn't get there, Kaha. There was water. The Mokan, probably was. Picked up, maybe they were brought down afterwards. They were brought down afterwards, maybe. Right. No, wait. Okay, so you know, I'm gonna. I, I was going to first bring you all the rise to this, and then tell you that it says this in the Ramban and the Pirkei of Lezer. But since the old Japanese, first of all, the Ramban and the Pirkei of Lezer say this. We'll get to that. But let me first show you the rise Gedolus to this, and then even the Medrash might be massive. They couldn't have raised up everything. That's what I mean. It doesn't mean that much. What's it raised on? Added more earth. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's it. Isn't it raised up on on water? What? 
surface of the water is also is just as mountainous. The land that is covered by the ocean right. is just as mountainous. And I know, but it's not high top. enough to oh, get the, exactly. right. No, the so one that's high enough stuck out. So you raise the land, you can also lower it. Right. But yeah. why is that the depth of the ocean? Sure. For them to gather into the depth of the. Absolutely sea. right. So both were happening. Right. Why is raising up? And the question, though, it's still f- full. Hmm? Look at the earth. Earth is flat for a second, okay? Earth is flat, it's covered with water. Was there is that making it flat? Full, it it's full. The world is full of water. It was completely full. It was covered with water. Of course, it's separate. Was there an airspace? That's what he's asking. No, the earth is flat. Let's say. Was there airspace? Clear between the sky and the and and this body of water that was the whole earth. Or was it completely filled up? The Rukia was yeah, mafsik. Was ready Somewhere above. No, somewhere above and some remained below. And the mountain remained below. But, the mountain, but, but, the but, but, but how, how big was that separation? I don't know. Well, I'm saying we... It's Chazar, no? No, we never discussed the side. <laughs> we did The size of separation is my Semekar. The Gemara says, We never discussed that. I don't think so. No, we discussed that no. the rakia itself is the, the middle of the water turned to ice and right. 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 that we said. But, but the space doesn't, we don't know. I, mean, uh-huh. I don't know. Okay. So let me show you the rise to this and then, okay, but remember the Ramban says it's in the Picker Blesser, which I'll read the Picker Blesser side soon, but let's see the rise. Yirmiyo Peregdalad Pasuk. Chof Gimel. Perk Dalid Pasik of Gimel. Raisi Esa Oretz Vihine Soihu Vavoyu. Bella Shamayim Vein Oram. Raisi Haharim Vihine Royashim, the Cholag voice is Kalkalu. Raisi Vihine Ein Haadam, the Chol Oifa Shamayim Nadod. So to me, it's apparent if you look at the first and third Pasik I read that we're talk, he's talking about my separation and he's saying, well, back to where we started. He says, the Oretz is Soihu Vavoyu. Like it was. The Shemaim didn't have its or. That's And that um, relates to what you were saying, Moshe, that the or originally was only in the Shemaim and nothing to do with Aretz. Let's skip Pasuk of Dal for a second. But Pasuk of talks about the living things. No Adam, no Efe Shemaim. So I think he's talking about Maisa Bereshis over here. But in Pasuk of Dal, he says the mountains are trembling and the hills are, are becoming ruined. So yeah, that is Keneged. Because the way that happens is because there's mountains. And Yirmiya is saying, I see the whole world is, is, is back to where we started and everything is becoming undone because those mountains that Mzgaber that, um, and get to stick out above the water are falling apart back into the sea. Remember we had that in Yeshaya, in Tehillim, B'moit Horem B'lev Yamim, and in Yeshaya... Um, the mountains will fall back into the water, but you'll be saved. So the mountains falling back into the water is, um, is where there's no Yabash anymore. And that's the marshal that, that Yishai uses for the marble. Okay, there's many, many rides to this, but the point is um, that the way we get dry land is by creating mountains. Now let's show you some other psikim about this. And this is a very key one. Tell him Kuf Dalet. Kuf Dalet. Pasuk hei, Yosad Eretz al Mechoy Neho, Baal Timoit Oilom Voed, Tehoim Kalavush Kisisoi, Al Horim Yam Dumoyim. By the way, the Radal makes that point. Moshe, I think you said 
The mountains were created earlier? No, I think, I think the Medrash says they were created later. Oh, there's one Medrash says it was created earlier, I think. Oh, oh. says it's the free Yemishin. Kesar Adal says this is not like that. It's not like that. So the time covers this the earth like a lavush. Now, parenthetically, Alharim Ya'amdumayim sounds like the mountains exist before the time is removed, but just that they're under sea, underwater. But then we go to Pasuk Zayin Ches. From your gyra, they run. The time runs. From the sound of your thunder, they um, scatter. Ya'alu harim yerdu They go up mountains, down into valleys. So mekoyim zayosadatolahem. You set them a certain place. That's you kavu amayim itachshoyam mokem echad. Really, they were all over the world. And then you miyasad a specific place for them. And there it says, ya'alu harim yerdu They go up mountains. And down valleys. Gvul samto bali avorim bali shuvim lechaser yisoretz hamashalech mayon banacholim bein harim yhalechu. You send mayonim streams banacholim. Nachal means a like a yam. Yam is the receptacle for the water. A nachal is a receptacle for a mayon. That's why you can have a nachal ace on a dry a river. Dry river bed is a nachal, and in the nachal goes a mayon between the mountains. Okay. So clearly we have a description over here of the topography of the water <coughs> spreading out over the Haram and Bekois. Now on the one hand, the Pasuk says they go up mountains and down Bekois, which doesn't quite sound like my description. I was saying it was flat, and then the mountains caused the water to go downwards. Here it seems like the water is just running across the earth, up, up mountains and, and down into valleys. However, to me it seems, and I'll show you that Pekirbalaz says this, the Goyim says this, that the fact that we're describing here the harm and the Bekois is because that's how the water developed. The way the water found its place is because the mountains and Bekois forced it to go into its place. And that's why it follows then, because the harm and the shape of the harm are what determine where the water is going to be. So some of the mountains cause that the water ends up in the Bekais. Some of the mountains cause that in between them there's a Nachal and the water then goes in between there. Okay? Um, so they go over some but not all? I don't know. The main thing is that the mountains and the Bekais are, are what serve to um, modulate like, the weird, what happens to the water. Not modulate, I don't know, whatever the word is. Now, in Tehillim Chavdalen, Lashem Haaretz Umoloi Teva Vyeshu Al Yamim Yesoda. So the Aret is on top of the Yamim. That's why we have a pasuk Leroika Haaretz Al Hamoyim. The Mayim. How do we get above the? How do? We, how does the Mayim go away? Because we get above it. Kihu Al Yamim Yesoda. And that's why you have the next pasuk in Tehillim Chavdalen. Mi Yale Bahar Hashem. Because pasuk Beis over there described that the Aretz belongs to Hashem. The whole Aretz is Hashem's because he made the Aretz a high place. So the whole Aretz is Hashem's because he raised it up above the Yamim. And therefore, Mi Hashem, the whole Aretz is being considered Har Hashem over here. It's some place we have to go up to because he put it above the Yamim and therefore it's his. Okay. Now look at Eir Perek Lamed Ches and then we'll soon we'll get to the Perek of Belazer inside. Fascinating things. 
Yerfek Lamed Ches Pasek Dalit Eifai Hayisa Biyasti Aretz Where were you, Hashem said to Eve, when I established the earth? Hagedim Yadat Avina Misa Mimadeho Who gave it its measurements? Kiseido Oiminoto Oleho Kov Who spread or stretched over it the measuring stick? Alma Odaneho Hotbu On what were its um, Adonim supports? Hotbu means sunk into the sea Okay, then to Pasikhes, Vayosech Bidlasayim Yomi held back the sea with doors. And then Pasikir Aleph, oh Pasikir, Vayeshbar Olav Chuki, Vayosem Boriach Udlasayim, doors and bolts. Vayomad Poyosavoy Veloyos Hosif, Ufoyoshis Begoin Galecha. Till here you can come and no further, Hashem says to the sea, and this is where your mighty waves can go up to here and no further. Um. I think this has nothing to do with the mountains. Oh, right. My point was, my point was two things. Exactly. My point was two things. Just yas di aretz, yas di aretz, and the kav is like kihu al yamim yisada. That's what I meant to say. Kihu al yamim yisada is he made it into a mountain, and here we have yas di aretz. How do you make yas di aretz with the kav? And that's the kav that the measure says the mikveh hamayim. What? Hotbau. Right. Right. Adonel hotbau. Its its foundations were sunk into the sea. Okay. And that's what we have, B'tarem Horem Yuladu in Tehillim. There was a point before there were mountains, and in Mishle Periches, we don't have to look it up, B'tarem Horem Hotba'u, which Debenezer says over there, the mountains were sunk into the sea. They are the Adonim that hold up the earth. So we have the whole picture over here. There's, um, in order for the earth to be above ground, you need mountains, which once didn't exist, B'tarem Horem Yuladu. Once, what? To be above the water. You need mountains which once didn't exist. And those mountains have to be hotbow, sunk into the water. Those serve as the adonim. And that allows from a midah and a kav. That the oretz now gets defined because the water gets defined. So here we have the kav, creates the mikveh hamayim. By what? By something being sunking into the sea. Earth being piled up so that it comes above water. Okay. That seems to be the opposite of what he says. What who says? Also says... And here he's saying, no, he pulled the earth above. Mm, interesting question. Okay, it is. I hear. Bishlishi on the third day, let's. Oh my. Let's see if we can do this all. Bishlishi Hoysa Arts Mishar Kabika. On the third day, the land started off being flat. Like a bika plain. Vahayu amayim echasim al pnei kolorets. Uchshiyotza hadibur b'pi hagvura. Ikavu amayim olu mikatzvays haorets haharim vahagvois. V'nispazru al pnei kolorets. Mountains and gvois spread across the whole orets. V'nasim imkim al toichas kolorets. And inside between the mountains there were amokim. V'nizgalgulu hamayim v'nikvu laamokim. Shenemar olamikvei mayim karya. Okay, so there it's, it's all there. Um, the Radal's Mitzadid and the Gra says also, something which also occurred to me, but I wasn't sure, but then I saw it in the Gra. Yalu Horam Yerdu Bekois, Amukhaim Zedisadatlam, in Pshat, means the water went up the mountains and down the Bekois. The Gra says, according to the Pekka Blez is reading it, Yalu Horam Yerdu Bekois, mountains go up and Bekois go down. 
and allowing for the water to get Almakonzeis out of the land, which I think is clear. The point is we're talking about some changes in the surface, in, in the surface right? And therefore we use the Lushan of Yalu, Yerdu. The surface itself was, was changing here. Okay. Now, further there in the Pekut of Lezer, it says as follows. It says, Miyad is go'u ha-mayim va'olu l'chasa o'etz kibetchilo. An she-go'er b'hem ha-kadosh b'ochu v'koshvon v'kovshon v'nosan tachas kapes ragolov u'mododon b'sho'olo yishlo l'hoisif v'lo l'groya v'osa choyl g'vul l'yam k'odom sh'u'oyse g'eder l'karmoy v'chashayin o'ylim v'royin asa choyl l'fneihem choyzim l'achireihem sh'nemer ha-oisi lo'isiro n'om ha-shem m'pana l'sachilo ha-shesamti choyl g'vul l'yam So it wasn't all over here. So we figured out a very nice uh, technical way to get the water that's all over the place to be in some places because we <coughs> ingeniously raised the surface and adjusted it so there's no problem. But the Pekut of Elezer says, no, 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 there's still a problem. And then the water was still would come back and Hashem had to be kaivishet. So what the Medrash says about the fact that how does the water stay there and Hashem was kaivishet is not as steer because even though, and we'll explain why soon, even though there was a way, a natural way that the water went to one place, apparently there was still a problem and the water still has to be um, held back by Hashem. So now... It creates a nature to go down instead? You're... You're explaining it? I'm asking if this is the explanation. Is the explanation that he changed the nature of water so right. that it should run down? Right, maybe. Maybe. Down. But the point is, the key is... What? The key is that... The key over here is that... There's a problem with the water. The water naturally would flood the world. Inherently. <coughs> That's the key we have to understand. Now, this is Mephorosh in many, many places in Tanakh, which we won't go through the Pesachim. Um, you know, just say one of them. That Hashem has to, as if, do battle with the water and withhold it. You, Hashem, are the one that dries up the water. You did battle with the water. Okay, many, many places. The yam has to be protected. The psukim that we read before in Eiv, that Hashem tells us, So clearly, it's not only a matter of adjusting the surface so that the water is not over the place. There's something inherent about the water, and the inherent nature of things is and covering everything. And besides for the, the physics, there's also a metaphysics that have to be dealt with. And so both of those elements are going on. Um, which gets us back also to Yikavu. Yikavu meaning gather, but Yikavu also meaning being defined and given a certain meter. Because water inherently, metaphysically, is amorphous and all over the place, and Hashem has to go ahead and give it a meter. So there's both elements going on. Okay. Um, just the Gemara Chagigo Dafir Beis, Mishlaka says, the yam was marchev v'choylech. It would have taken over the whole world. Ad she'gar by Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This gar by Hakadosh Baruch Hu is like Mikhail mingaroscha yunosu, right? Um, also, nosun haris Hashem, nosun haris kolam. Mikhail is mayim rabbi matir mishpeyam. The Medrash says, referring to this, that the rivers, the waters, raise themselves up. And, but then Hashem is Adir Bamarim. Hashem, who is Bamarim, is more mighty than them. That the Pasuk Tehillim Kuftal says was the thunder, which scares the water. So the coil is Mayim Rabbim. Hashem is more mighty than them. And his coil specifically is more mighty than them, Bamarim. And that's the thunder that scares the Mayim Tachtonim and makes them 
run away. That's the picture over here. Rishis Rabbah says, Hashem's voice was like a metatron for the water, a, um, something that leads the way, tells it where to go. That coil is like the, the mikoil ramcha yechafez. The coil of Hashem is the ram. Pekad Velez says, when it came out, mipi ha-gvura yikavu ha-mayim. It says the Radal, mipi ha-gvura. Why does it say mipi ha-gvura? Because the thunder is called Hashem's gvura. Pasuk and Eev, ra'am gvura say, mi is bainan. So it's Hashem's gvura, which is, which is the thunder, which is frightening the water and making the water go away. So like in Tehom Kovdal, which explains this, yikavu ha-mayim. Okay. Let's go back now. What? What? Why? Why? It's a big deal. Right. It's a big deal to be Kaivish Tatahim. Specifically. You need Hashem to do it. Can't happen by itself. Right. Now, um, okay, let's try to see if we can finish this. I think we could. So now, after we saw the Pasuk in Tehillim, so we understand also that when we talk about the Pasuk in Koftalat, Describing the whole water movement. And we understand also that it's not a one-time event. And it's not only saying, hey, we need to get them in one place. It's the movement of the water and the and that whole system of the water, of that's all including then the water that becomes life-giving water. Not only that the time goes into one place, but the fact that some water gets moves around in streams and Yashku that the water becomes good water is all part of the process. The fact that there's water moving around is the key obvious. So Yikavu doesn't just mean that it gets to one place. It means it's specifically referring to the motion. Like Vinikvuela Kalagoyim and Vinoharuela Kalagoyim in Nishaya and Yemir. It doesn't only mean let's just get them there and then we're done. It's, it implies a process of an ingathering, a constant process of coming, of streaming towards it. When you say they're, they're going to stream towards it, you don't mean. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll invite everyone and they'll get there. It's descriptive of a process, of a constant process of, com- of coming. Now let's get back to Mokamecha. The problem that we started off with, five more minutes, we'll be done. Okay. The problem was, why does it say Mokamecha? There was many Mokamechas. So we explained that there's an element over here that the water is Ba'etzim naturally all over the place. And, and the Pasuk says, Yeah, Hashem had to tell the water, Ad Pais of So therefore, I think we mentioned this earlier. The Mokamecha doesn't have to mean only one place. It means the water, which is inherently all over the place, and Rabin, who become unified. So, then we could say, Indeed, there are many Yamim. There are many Yamim. The reason why it says Mokamecha is because it's saying the quality and nature of the water should change from many to one. Also, we could say, that maybe the reason why yamim is plural is because mayim is plural. So even if it is a makam echad, maybe a makam echad is called plural, yamim, because mayim itself, the same way mayim is plural, the yam is plural. Possibly that's what the Ramban means when he says yamim means yam, mayim. I don't know if he means mayim, or pshat to say that the word doesn't mean seas. But he's saying that mayim turns into yamim. The plurality of the mayim which turns into yamim. Rashi also that says that there's a plurality inherent in the one in the one yam is following the same theme. Yikavu amayim mitachshayim makamechad means the many waters. The fact that this water is so variegated should become unified. But within that unity, all the variety that existed prior to that unity is going to be inherent and manifest in some way. 
within that unified water. Okay. You do find Yamsin. What? You do find Yamsin. You do, exactly. That's the correct, very proper Torah. Now I want to suggest one more idea over here, the Mokka method, just a little bit radical, not so radical. The picketable, as we read before, says that the sea, that the sand is like a, holds back the water like a fence holds back a vineyard. The Tesefta says in Sukkah that the Shittim, told before about the Nisach HaMayim, Tesefta in Sukkah is Mayach about Nisach HaMayim, and the Daishans, the Parak in Yeshaya about Ashira no Liyadidi, Shira's Doidi Lekarmoy, I think the Gemara in Sukkah brings this also actually. Karmoy is a base amikdash, gam yekev, chotzav boy is the nesachim, or the heichel, all those things in, about the vineyard are referring to the base amikdash. Okay. Tzapta Sukkah says also that the water is going to come out of the mikdash, and kol mei mei oilam are going to be yitzik mipia pachaze. The, the Pasuk says in Yichas, when it started leaving the mikdash, it was the size of a pia pach, like on the, end of a, like on the mouth of a pitcher. And the Tzedekta says, all the water in the world is going to be connected to this pach. The mikdash is going to be the source for all the water, um, it's all, and it's all going to be connected to that water. Okay. So I would suggest, then, that... About the vineyard, then, for a moment. Um, as we probably remember, Eden, the mikdash, the Nahar made is like the Nahar Yetzim and mikdash, and Gan Eden was a vineyard, if the eights was a geffen. Okay. So I would suggest then that the makam echad is the way things are supposed to be. The water is supposed to be makam echad, because it's supposed to be v'nahar yoytze me'eden, l'hashkes esagon, u'misham yipared v'hoya la'abarashim. All the variety of waters are supposed to have one root. So like the Gemara, like the Tzapta says in Tzukum, kol me me'olam yoytze me'pi'apachazeh. So the, really all the water is supposed to be, the ma'am tachtem is supposed to be makam echad. That makam echad can give rise to Yamin, because it's going to be called Meme Olam. But the true nature, the way things are supposed to be, is that there's one Makam Echad, which is the place for the water. In Yechezkel, that we won't look it up, I want to finish up. In Yechezkel, Perek Mem Zayim, where it describes the water, water is coming Mefakim, Piapach, and then a man comes out, Ish, a Malach, and he has a Kav, and he measures how high the water is. And then he goes a little further, and he measures it again, it gets hurt, it's all about the Kav Hamida. The water, which is till now not kav, not measured, was all over, and that led to chesha. Now it becomes defined. That's what has to be done to water, it has to become defined. And the definition of the water, the def- being regulated, so it shouldn't just be destructive, it should be life-giving. The l- true life-giving waters is makam echad, is from the mikdash, and that gets a kav. This is the amount of water, and not more. That's the significance then of the ish, measuring the water, because the problem with water is when it's not measured, and it has to become mikdash, it has to become measured. Okay, so two last points then. In Yirmiya and Yeshai, they talk about the, everyone coming, streaming. V'nikvu v'nohagu. Earlier in Yirmiya, they won't look it up. We mentioned this past many times. The Parak before in Yirmiya, he's mechiach them. Why are you going to Mitzrayim? Are we going to read this soon? Or did we read this? Malach adech Mitzrayim, I think it's one of the... Malach adech Mitzrayim, lishtes me. Nohar, malach adech Mitzrayim. Asher, why are you going to Asher to drink from the river? You left Hashem Mekor Mayim Chaim. Hashem is called Mekor Mayim Chaim because the Mikdash is going to be the place of the water, or the Mikdash is going to be the place of the water because Hashem is Mekor Mayim Chaim. So David says, Lavoi, all the Goyim will stream, will be Nikvet to the Mikdash. And Yeshai says, Venoharu, they will come towards the Mikdash, like a river, because all the waters of the world are supposed to be connected to the Mikdash. In Perik of Dalin and Tehillim, we said, the Oretz is on the Yam, 
and therefore the Eretz is called Har Hashem. Yeshaya says, the Har Hashem that too. The Har is going to be high, and then all the water, all the Goyim are going to stream to it like water. When the Har Hashem is the highest Har, then naturally all the water will go from there to the rest of the world. So let's imagine then, yes, Lemokam Echod is one place where the water is supposed to come from. But if that's the highest place in the world, then all the water is going to come spread out from there to the whole world. So when Yirmiya and Yishai talk about all the Goyim being, being like rivers to the, to the Har, they're being Ramas to the fact that all the water is going to come out from the Mikdash to the rest of the world. And that's why it starts off saying, It's going to be the highest mountain. Therefore, the water from it is going to descend to the whole world and the nations will come to it like water. That's why they're using that mashal. Okay? Now, one last thing, that Yalu Harm Yadu Bekais. We said if the topography changed, the Yalu Harm is a little bit funny. According to this, the idea is that there is one Har where the water is supposed to go to, the Makam Echad. There's one Har, it's supposed to be the highest Har. And from there, then it's supposed to be Yerdu Bekais. So, in a certain sense, the way the water goes down is because, yeah, Yerdu, it goes down. But first, the water has to come. It's different than I was saying before. Before, I was saying, oh, just shifted things around there for move. Now I'm saying, no. He made one har, that's the Makkah Mechad, and that's where all the water is supposed to be in that har, and from there, it's, it's supposed to go up to there, and once you get it up to there, then everything follows by itself. Now it's Yer Dukais, and the whole world is going to drink from it. So again, that's the why, oh, that's why you have a Makkah at the same point. That's why you can have a Makkah and then Yamim.